Welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode 160. Buffalo, we're back on the wagon. Don't drop the ball. Jersey juice and a big boil in the Big Apple. Here we go. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top. All right. Welcome to Look Who's Talking NFL, episode 160. Uh, that was the voice of my wonderful co-host, Weird Michael. Everyone's got a weird friend. This is mine. He can pick some goddamn football games, scores winning goals, celebrates alone in the corner. That's okay. That's how he does it. All 160 episodes are brought to you by Huck Media and the wonderful people at huckmedia.ca and my mustache-twisting flyboard bungee-jumping Titans buddy, Huck Daddy. Uh, we had our survivor execution last week. If you're still in survivor, we'll try to talk about it a little bit. All three of us have been eliminated. I believe all of weird Mike's entries are out. I'm not sure. We'll double check that in a second. Big NFL weekend. As we get into the nitty gritty of the season, uh, as we mentioned in the opening, a couple of drop balls, one could cost the Kansas city chiefs, their playoff buy, and one could cost the chargers coach his job. Even though we all know that's not really the reason why he get fired, but shit. Uh, one more win could kind of seal the deal for him uh, and keep that job. The Bills beat the Jets handily with a couple of look who's talkers in attendance. We called it one of the one things we did call from last week's episode. Big shout out to the big dog, uh, Mike Mattisbacker, our boy, for joining us last week. We're going to have him back on. And a couple of our other look who's talkers will be joining us uh, later this season because we got some wicked handicappers in our team ltd look who's talking pick six contest it's very impressive uh our standings would go up against any pick five any pick six in the world uh, as far as great handicapping so shout out to all you look who's talkers out there you know what you're fucking doing all right uh we got some stuff to talk about i'm gonna talk about some mvp things to hit like right now and some Super Bowl odds to hit right now because there's no dominant team in this league. Billy looks good. The Niners are good. The Chiefs are always good. But with Joe Burrow's broken hand, the Ravens being very scary, and the Bills not dead yet. Shit. There's a lot of good teams who could get as soon as you make the tournament, it's up for grabs, folks. Make no mistake. There's no perennial favorite this year. It makes it very exciting. So let's talk some money. Let's talk some football. We got Weird Mike at Centennial Studios, our original gangster studio. Huck Daddy, downtown Toronto, myself out west. And uh, I'm going to try to keep Tywin, our cat, from scrolling over this Zoom call and hitting weird buttons on my computer that make me shut off. All right. We got 58 minutes left. Let's fucking make you guys some money. Weird Mike, how the hell are you doing, sir? I am doing, for the first time this year, absolutely fantastic. Hey, the survivor hangover is gone. As I said in episode 159, I have a new lens. And that new lens led me directly to $1,600. Damn. And a six in one week capped by an underdog Philly on Monday night. Um, we'll get to the drops later. Philly wanted it more, etc. Everything we said. I said, anyway, you were on the flip side of the coin. I thought I was right for three quarters. <laughs> uh, by the way, when you stop scoring in the second half, you rarely win. And I saw the Chiefs in a rut. That's why the drop balanced out the game plan of how that second half unfolded. So, yes, Scantling gets all the heat on the drop. 
But uh, don't get me derailed here, Hugh. We're, we're, I'm going to dig into that. There's a lot in that Chiefs game. We're talking Kelsey. We're talking Swift. We're talking next-level stuff, guys, stuff that you didn't think was happening that's leading to this. Hey, don't forget the guy's mama, okay? Valdez Scantling, all right? That's hyphenated for a reason. Yeah, you know what? My kid's hyphenated. I apologize to all the hyphenated kids, commonly known as Baby Cat. There's a big old hyphen (laughs) behind the rest of that tattoo, let me tell you. Don't be an anti-hyphite, all right? (laughs) But we got Hewlett. Yep. The biggest week in the NFL season. We got Turkey Week. We got American Thanksgiving. We got all the pageantry, the dog show, the parade, the food. Shout out to Grimsby crew this year. Mrs. Funzo putting on a spread for the ages. Get your cash down. We are heading into Turkey Day at the right point, man. We're not, we haven't taken off. We're just, we're, we're super excited to begin this journey to the playoffs where I traditionally excel even farther. So Turkey day plan around it. Hope you listen to this and enjoy and remind yourself that your neighbors should always be your favorite country, regardless of everything going on around love thy neighbor. And that's what this American Thanksgiving is born out of as well as the crippling gambling addiction and the slightly overweight that I am leading to this food bonanza. A um, couple things, folks, while you're listening, you probably listen to a bunch of NFL media. Let me tell you, I'll promise you one thing and one thing only. There's not one NFL handicapper that you're going to listen to this week who loves the dog show more than Weird Mike Angeletti. All right. Follow him at Weird Mike. That's spelled weird M-I-C for dog show and uh, Thanksgiving handicapping. Uh <laughs> I, I see I see Huck smiling, man. You got a nice looking dog. You got a show dog there with Bowie. You got to be all over that scene, Huckster. Come on now. Yeah, what well, Bowie's got to be dog showing. I mean, he's he's born for it. He's not show ready. You know what I mean? Like, a, could, apparently, the Australian Shepherds always win, like the frisbee. I'm telling I, you, bro. People see me throwing the frisbee for her at the park, and apparently, the Aussie Shepherds always are like the frisbee world Yo. champs. I just had a light bulb moment. I'm coming to the junction. I'm bringing baby cat. You're lending me buoy. I'm headed to the dog park. I'll be unstoppable with the kid and the dog. Okay, Huck? He doesn't do it all around, kids. You'll get a piece of the boo stuff. It goes right. You know, it goes all the way. We won't forget the origins. You know what I mean? Huck, buoy is like the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, okay? Don't be the Matt Canada to Bowie's potential, okay? <laughs> yes, see you later, Matt Canada. See you later, Matt Canada. First coordinator or coach fired by the Steelers midseason since 1941. Okay, do you know, I think it's a huge mistake. I don't. They did it. They're trying to liken it to the Bills. It's not even remotely the same situation. The Steelers were firmly in a playoff spot. The Steelers had a beneficial division situation with Burrow down and Brown's calling up Flacco, which is another huge fucking mistake. By the way, you Browns fans, the dog pound, PZ, Kester and the crew, but big mistake out of Pittsburgh. I don't care if Kenny has a flight. They were, they're doing, they're going against their grain. And when you go with your own grain so long, 
you really second guess those decisions that, right? They're playing the long game. What is it, Rooney family, whatever, Heinz Field there, all that stuff. So I think it's a foolish, foolish play. They haven't gone over 400 total yards since before the pandemic. That's what they were, Jeff. In the playoffs with a winning record and an all of a sudden shit division. They played the Ravens one more time. They had the Browns. Anyway, I it see it. It can't, it can't down anymore. Mark it here. What is it? Episode 160? Yeah. Steelers demise. Despite the win this week. They win this week. Yeah. And then it goes down. Well, um, they can't get any worse. Like, it's almost like, honestly, you could not have an offensive coordinator and probably do better. They can't get any worse. Like, they, they are setting records for winning games while not while losing total yards. It's insane. And it was time. And as a guy who had money on the Steelers' money line, a guy who had money on Kenny Pickett to just throw one touchdown, a guy who was sweating George Pickens' third catch for our props giving, which was a big success, by the way. We, uh, we got a lot more TikTok followers because of that, so we're going to keep that going. Uh, stay tuned. By the time you hear this, the video might already be out because I'm going to put it out Wednesday night to get you ready for a full props giving slate of same game parlays. And we'll try to turn 20 bucks into 1K by the end of the Seahawks Niners game. All right. That's by the way, our new props giving. I was, uh, <clears throat> I felt duped on the props giving. Why? I didn't know it would be including parlays. I thought you were picking one game and doubling it over until. I saw the, the parlay with the deuce, and I'm like, okay, he's trying to sneak one in there. And then all of a sudden, bang, three-gamer parlay. I, 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 I did it because I was all in. I didn't want to be left holding the fucking yeah, bag. Yeah, no, I know. So. I, you know. I, I, it was, it's a tough call because I was trying to get to 2K by the second game of props giving. I got and I, need, I needed to boost the odds a little bit. But that in in the end, it all dropped like uh, a touchdown score. Or a it, bro, it was tough. The ones that I was looking at, like I'm, I was halfway through the game. I'm like, I'm glad I went with this parlay because two of them hit early. Like Sutton was over with one catch, 35 yards. That's his alt yards. So his regular yards, he didn't actually hit till like that last catch of the game. And Addison barely went over his alt yards. And then KJ Osborne's been hitting for me all year. He's my boy. And he needed eight yards for three quarters. So, and then the last play of the game was actually thrown to him on fourth and 25. Anyway, I, but you're right. You're right. You're right. I should have just uh, kind of worried about getting to the 2K later. The, my initial ticket of just Addison and Sutton, it was just minus 120 with KJ Osborne went up to plus 142. You're right though, Mike. Uh, either individual props or just two. Uh, we'll try to do that for props giving um, <clears throat> this Thursday. But uh, I'm not. What we're going to do is basically just combine it all because there won't be time to roll it over in between games. And you got to come. You got to win them all anyway. So I'm going to give you basically yeah two or three same game parlay for each game. Get on that mic, nice and early, man. Thursday, get that sunrise. Drive out somewhere nice. What do you say? You should. I almost. I tried to fly you out for this. Fuck, eh? Ted to Funzos, but um, did you? Did I miss an email or something? What, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you tried to? This is the first time hearing about it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, how about those tuned. bills, Jeff? We're so back on tuned. the wagon. You were never off it. I still no. don't think they're going to do it. Obviously, well, things have changed with Burrow, the Bengals. Right. Um, 
the Steelers, the Browns, shit, right? Shit Everything's happen. changing. Yeah, Ra- Ravens look good, but with a big Chiefs loss on Monday Night Football uh, and throwing Burrow's wrist injury, the Steelers losing. I just think I think the Bills are making the tourney, and I think if you got them at plus 3,000 and they just need need to win a couple games over teams they can beat, uh, I think you'll be laughing. And you can hedge your bet if they even get to the Final Four like Knights. Uh, yeah, man. So it was nice for the Bills to get like a nice shit kicking on the Jets. Uh, yeah, it was very good. We we basically is we basically ended Zach Wilson's Jet career <laughs> uh, on Sunday. No, no. If uh, if Boyle lays an egg and they have to go back to him, it's not over. Like it's not over yet. Yeah, he's already but, he's but already like he's, no, he's no longer a part of the future plans. Like it's Aaron Rodgers. And then, like, draft a new guy, you know? Hey, Big Apple's got big boil mania, man. If he shocks the world, Friday, first ever Friday game, Black Friday. I'm, You know what? I'm fucking staying away from that because I got burned by your paisano. Uh, What's his name? DeVito? Yeah, Jersey Juice. Jersey Juice, bro. As soon as that game started, I saw Saquon running with juice. I'm like, uh, I'm on the wrong side of this. Right away. Right away. With the commanders, by the way. Uh, that's what we're talking about. I went two and four last week. My current record is 31, 29, and two for the season. 31, 29, and two. Not we great. Got, uh, not horrible. Not great. Not horrible. Not great. And you went not perfect horrible. last week on your, yeah, on your first two in a week. I'm far from, uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, Wearing the sombrero just yet, but first two and all week, you got to start somewhere. Raiders was a nice pick, man. That was a nice cover. Yeah, that was. They were always inside the number two and had, yeah, a couple chances to steal the game. I nibbled mid line once. I, dude, so did I. I saw two possessions each. I was like, yo, the game plan's here, you know, bro. I had I had a parlay of of Steelers. Like this is live, like second quarter. Steelers Raiders, paying enormous for like twenty bucks. Like twenty bucks pays. Huh? 600 500 mm. just because like uh Miami had just scored. Oh, anyway. Uh with the um just to wrap up some bills here. Yep. We're getting Philly in a really good spot on a short week off an emotional revenge yeah. road win. Yes. There it's a tough call on my chart on my charts the the the, the spread's perfect. I tried to stay away from that, but the spot is nice as you just said. Hey, what's the um What's the new OC in B- in Buffalo? What's his name there? The dude, he was getting all hyped in the press box. Uh, it's Joe Brady. He was the offensive coordinator for Joe Burrow at LSU and then got hired by Carolina for a couple years. Okay, so picture it. Sicily, 1946. Okay, do a little <laughs> girls here. It's Monday night. Josh and Joe grab a fucking Uber Eats one and head over and just bond over this defense that you're about to dissect a defense that played amazing, by the way, and is really the main reason they won. Philly just status quo on an offense, 21, 24 points. They kind of go with their defense this year. Um, So I think it's a great spot. I haven't even looked at the number yet. I was just so excited after the win. Eagles, plus, Eagles minus three and a half. Eagles minus three and a half. So that's telling me that they think Philly is only a half a point better if this game was in, say, Nashville, the bowl well, game or something. Uh, the home field advantage has dropped 
So it's that it used to be three standard as we were growing up. Now it's down to like two. Yeah, Philly at 4 p.m. That, that, that don't sound like no. That sounds like full home to me. <laughs> like I, they're basically they're saying Philly's a point and a half better. It sounds like a point and a half point. It doesn't really matter. Do you that think hook, that hook's nice? Do you think the Philly scumbags respect Bill's mafia? I feel like there's like a hatred, respect, you know, like. I just, I don't know. I, I, I personally, as a guy who had the Chiefs, uh, and Peyton Manning said it too on the Manning cast, okay? They had like 80 yards passing. Uh, it, like, it's the third quarter. So it just wasn't that impressive of a Eagles offensive run. Now, the Chiefs defense is solid. So it's not like they were running into pillows, but. I wasn't super impressed by the, the Eagles offense. Uh, Kelsey fumbles on the 14 yard. If he doesn't fumble on the 14 yard line, Chiefs probably win the game. MVS catches the ball. They probably win the game. Eagles are a great team. Good O-line, good D-line. Great, great, great position players. But take away the brotherly shove and, and Jalen Hurts is pretty good. But he's not this MVP of the league. He just doesn't throw a nice enough ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this You're MVP saying he's shit. the MVP because he can do a QB sneak? No, I'm I'm the opposite. I'm saying like take away that QB sneak and all like that's five, six, seven less touchdowns, and he's not because right now he is the leader in the MVP race. And I'm just like, okay, well, he's not the most valuable player in this league. Yeah, that's, he's good. He's a great player. The top twenty-five, but I hate how I, that's become common place to these MVP odds weekly you're in the leader this guy enters the race like it's 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 fucking ridiculous what it's it like, is though is advantageous because it's wide open because Jalen Hurts is not the MVP of the league and there I think there's guys who are at great odds right now who could within the next three weeks move right up the chart I'll give you a couple right now all right I've been preaching it all year I've been preaching it all year I said this week one Tyreek Hill. All right. I got him. I still got him, by the way. So do I. He's he he's he's at like 1,300 yards. He's going to go over 2K most likely. Okay. Now, Tua is obviously it's a QB award for the most part, but Tyreek Hill is obviously special. Everyone knows it. And if Tua does get hurt, that kind of takes him off the MVP thing. Even if he just has more interceptions and Tyreek goes 2,300 yards and Miami wins the division and they're number two or number one in the conference, shit. You can still get Tyree Kill at plus 6,000 if you have FanDuel. That's the best odds right now. Plus 3,000, 4,000 other places. Jared Goff, if the Lions end up like with just like three three losses, four, two, uh, they're eight and two right now. He's plus 4,000, bet MGM. And then uh, I, heard, I heard this somewhere else. He's not going to win it, but it's worth five bucks. If Cleveland just somehow keeps winning games, Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett, bro, it's plus fifteen thousand. That's worth five bucks. It's, it's I'd, I'd like it for him it to be him. To I don't know the if they're going to give the helmet swinging guy uh, the MVP, yeah, bro. Honestly, did you see did you see that little clip where, yeah, where he picked he up the helmet it. and the Steelers guy takes it back and he's like, "Bro, you don't get to you don't get to hold the fucking helmet." <laughs> so. um we talk about this Kelsey shit here. Uh, if it's a, it's amazing how we we'll go back to the drop because it's in the intro. Let's talk the drop now. Like or drop. Yeah, this, but, can, let's finish this Kansas City game. But the drop has led to Kelsey retirement. Like the win, nobody talks about the fumble. 
I think the fumble was way worse than the drop because they were leading in like momentum of the game. Scantling catches the ball. Eagles still got 90 seconds to kick a field goal. Most likely we're headed to overtime or something close to that, right? Yeah, yeah. But the the touchdown, the field, the the drive of that, putting their foot down, we're up 13. That would have ended the game, yeah. Like that, that's the game. So that's a big fumble. I think I think I, I thought I could have swore I heard a live mic pick up like some nasty shit. I'm now thinking like Kelsey, every time he gets tackled, is like experiencing next level T Swift trash talk, man. Like, write a song about that, Jigga. Like Every time people are doing their homework on him and stuff because everybody's trying to make a name for himself. You don't know what's going to get caught, right? I'm seeing people stand over him. I'm, this is a weird mic take. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you've seen the movie Any Given Sunday. Yep. Okay. Great you've movie. Been even just a high school huddle, right? The more levels you go, the worse it gets. And defense is the only place where some of that still sticks around. Right. Yep. So I'm thinking that remember also this guy's tapped in now to the point zero one percent. Everybody talks about the one percent of life, but now he's in the preferiti on that swift private jet. He's being introduced to things that even as a let's I want to say one percenter Kelsey, but he's a five percenter like or he, maybe he's a one percenter, you know, a hundred million dollar deal pro athlete podcast. SNL, reality show, whatever yep. you want to say, he is now elevated. And it's only because he did all that that I think he's got one foot out the door. It's already out the door. He doesn't have one he foot. Is. The second he landed in Argentina, it was over. You're because he only experienced her, her on her realm in his place. There's a difference. Hewlett, you're an entertainer. Yes. You've performed in front of 100,000 people. Yes. Right? But they weren't there for you. You did no. your job and it was great. And just like him, he leaves the Chiefs. There's still 60,000 people at Arrowhead. Right? Or 80, Sure. Okay. 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 Um I feel like his mind has been opened to and and good for him if that's what he was seeking out. He's obviously got that fame bone in his body. Right? Undisputed. Yes. Okay. Um, first of all, he's a tight end. Uh, ten years. Okay, Gronk retired after yeah. after nine. Oh, they oh, get beat weird. up. He's had ten surgeries. Totally. So good. he was he was asked, you know, if the, if he contemplates retirement. He just he didn't bring it up by himself. He's not retiring. He doesn't have one foot out the fucking door. He's just letting. He was asked a question. He's like, yeah, I think about it. It fucking hurts uh, to play this position. This is why I thought about this before I heard about this fucking shit. Okay. That's what makes this podcast real. I'm not out there sourcing and listening to other nonsense. This is all me watching a game, understanding what this guy might. Jeff, you've been in those Macau hotel rooms. You, you, you've been fortunate to, to hang around the 1% at times. Now, divide that by 10. We still haven't realized that. It's just human nature for what I think a guy wants. Mike, and that's Kelsey. Not every guy wants it. Okay, I'll give you this. Definitely dating Taylor Swift, whether we like it or not, changes you as a person. Okay, I'll give you that. Hundred percent. You're, you're joining the zero. You're joining the zero point one percent, and there's no way it doesn't affect you. However, as a, I let me give you a piece of advice. 
Okay. Gambling advice. Because we've been doing this a long time, going back to the shed, going back to gambling up in London uh, at Funshaw and a lot of other stuff. And I watched you do this with Tom Brady. You find reasons to consider to, 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 to pick against them. All right. And that when, to, when Tom left the Patriots, your new empire that you just don't like to ride with is the Chiefs. All right. I've listened to you. Last year, tell me how the, they're not, you know, they're not going to do it. After they won Super Bowl one, you're like, that, that's the last time they get back. When you, you, your number one pick last year to not win their division, number one pick in our draft was the Kansas City Chiefs. The sixth time, now seven time AFC West champions. All right. I'm just Probably saying they're not, they're, they're, you know, they're not unstoppable, but I, I would fucking seriously avoid picking against them unless the spots are really good, regardless of who Travis Kelsey's dating or how he answers questions about retirement. Just, yeah, this, just was, this was a, be this, careful. Was a Kelsey, this was a Kelsey take. Yes. But if Love you're, so but, but you're, but the behind it all is Kelsey's one foot out the door. If Kelsey's done, hey, Chiefs hey, is done. He's I'm, I'm tapping my head. Everyone. When I say one foot out the door, the actual foot is not out the door, but in his mind, right. He's not there yet. But another comment like that might chip into the room being lost. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, it's an experienced team. They just know they got to make the yeah, tournament. That's helping it. Uh, I, I think that his mindset has changed. Would you, would you be saying any of this if MBS catches the ball? Like, absolutely. Know? This is what I absolutely, absolutely. I don't know because he still fumbled. Yeah, but because they they'd still win, and it wasn't a problem. It, it doesn't matter. It. I was ready for this while I'm watching the game, during the pregame, watching the game, excited. I'm making my episode 160 notes. Okay. Okay? As the guy who sits in the limelight, it's only natural for what that guy's experiencing. Okay? And may, maybe, maybe that fades. Maybe that fades. But right now, it's remarkably real. And... Throw that in with the extra variables of the attention. And anyway, let's get on with it. Um, did you know Devontae Adams has a Taco Bell in his house? Did you know that? No, I didn't. Uh, you brought up- you don't watch American commercials, Jeff. No, okay? I, no, I don't. I, I watch more football. I just <laughs> They made a, a real commercial series about it. They approached because Devontae, hardcore Taco Bell all his life. Everybody think, knows it. Does he really have a Taco Bell in his house, bro? Or is that just part so of the they, commercial? So they approached him and they Not said, everything commercials are real. we know you love Taco Bell. And they said, and he said, if you put a Taco Bell in my house, I'll do whatever commercial you want, guys. So they went ahead and carved out a little breakfast nook and made a little Taco Bell to go in Devontae Adams' Vegas mansion. Like with the minimum wage staff yeah, no, just it's, living it's, there? It's, it's like a, they come for, it's almost like a catered, like a food truck. Like a Taco Bell that'd be at a gas station. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm having my bye week. Send a guy. Let's, we're, we're making some tacos. Gotcha. So he did it. And the commercial's based around him. He's got his cousin. And it's amazing, man. It's just quality television. Yeah, you, you brought up gambling. That's what the show's about. You brought up any given Sunday. I just heard a little clip. We'll get into our picks in a minute. I heard, I saw a little clip. It was Jamie Foxx uh, talking about, or sorry, it was uh, not not Jamie Foxx. It was the wide receiver. 
that old sort of comedian. Uh, I forget his name. Anyway, he was talking about uh, auditions for any given Sunday. And uh, they they had pinned Sean P. Diddy Combs as the as the guy as oh as that role as, as the quarterback role, right? Oh. But it was going to be a hardcore football movie, and you had to be able to sort to play. Like they weren't bringing in stunt doubles to catch and throw and run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, first, the first take of one of the football, you know, audition scenes. Uh, apparently, Sean P. Diddy Combs takes the snap. And throws the ball, and one of the directors asked him if, like, if it basically, like, if he was right-handed. Like, it's like, is that like, did you just throw with your dominant hand? Like, are you are you fucking with us right now? And he's like, and that was the quickest audition ever. P. Diddy called his limo and was gone. The director's like, sorry, bro. Like, you have to be able to throw a ball like at least a seven-year-old girl. <laughs> and anyway, great movie. Any given Sunday. Uh, fucking a. Uh, Willie Beeman, Steeman, buddy. What a song! What a movie! It's real. It's happening right now in an NFL locker room, and <clears throat> I love it. And I, like I love Red Zone because they're showing defense. It's like this nonstop parade of live football awesomeness, which uh, I'm excited for another Sunday. I'm excited as well. But before Sunday, we got Thursday, baby. I got two of the Thursday games Whoa. in my two of the Thursday games in my Hugh picks. Two of the Thursday games. Yeah. Barking. Barking. I got honors. Is that right, Jeff? Are we getting you, off on our picks do. here? Do you got You're, a truth or anything? Are we good? No, no. My truth of the week uh was gonna be about the MVP and just like how you could really take advantage right now, kind of sprinkling on a couple guys. We already talked about that, minus the music. Uh, but you're two and oh, I went two and four last week again with a couple of drop with a couple of caught balls by Quinton and Marcus Valdez Scantling. Cause I am not an anti high fight. Uh, we would have been like probably three and three. So not a big, not a big deal. doesn't matter. Some bad picks. All right. You go first and let's make some people some fucking money. Okay. Two and oh. Last week, 12, 14, and 1 on the week. It doesn't sound pretty, but all that matters. It's show business. Okay, what have you done for me lately? Yes. And I have posted a giant winner and two correct spreads that rolled last week. So have a listen, folks. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. Steal your phone season is here as we get to the holiday season. We are taking on... Sunday night football, the sweater-loving bitch, Chris Collingsworth, live at SoFi, Ravens flock, three and a half at the suddenly and realizing they hate the man in charge. Three and a half, Ravens roll, Sunday night football, long pass over, everything over. It's a showcase the Ravens have been off since Thursday. Go to the Sunday. I don't think it's Ravens fans aren't like balling everywhere. They like really take care of home. That's a Ravens trademark. So it actually might feel a bit like a home game for the Chargers. You know what I mean? It doesn't give a fuck who's wearing what jersey. I think we're at the point where the players want him out too. The guy sounds like an idiot. He's a defensive guy. 
and he's bottom ranks in all the D. Herbert can't like him. Even if he tolerated him, that all has a shelf life. This season, although not dead, because we've seen the openings in the AFC, but gun to my head, I'll take the Broncos over the Chargers right now. Right? That's where I'm at. Keenan Allen's busted up. He's only got a few good years left. You think he wants to cut across the middle for this douchebag in a headset? Not a fucking chance. Okay? The the crack is in the windshield firmly in, I've used this analogy in my divorce, and it's helped me in football handicap. Their windshield was cracked with a stray rock. Not their fault, but everything else since then is their fault. And it is splintered beyond repair. You got to get a new windshield. You got to get a new coach. They're in a weird time of the year. Do you cut them? Do you don't? Two teams in opposite directions. Look out for your boy OBJ back home in SoFi where it all happened. He might drop a 200 rack. Over the rest of the season, OBJ. Yeah, yeah. And especially that game. Like, I'm really excited for that. Uh, That's the smash. Raven smash. Hardcore. And I will be taking in the sprinkle as in the headline of the show. By the way, thank you for that, Jeff. Once a year, I sneak in a opening monologue there to welcome the guys. Keep yeah, I didn't expect going. Tim Boyle to make it, but you know what? I liked it. No, he's not making it. It's Jersey Juice. Oh. What the fuck are the Patriots favored by anybody on the road? Okay. You got a weird home crowd. No Patriots rolling out there on that expensive weekend. You're going to have real Jersey juice in the crowd in Meadowlands hating on Boston like they were born to do. I don't care if it's Zappi Hour. I don't care if it's Mac Jones, who everyone openly hates. Okay. It's Very, not Mac. Sorry, you saying it's, I mean, everything I'm reading, it, it doesn't sound like it's going to be Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter who it is. Zappi Hour, who is better than Mac. I think but, so too. But our boy uh, DeVito, I'll tell you, he doesn't think Bailey Zappi's 100 times better than he is. Nope. No, no. And I'll tell you who's playing some real football. The New York Giants defense, who got hung out to dry in Big D on a tight spot. We saw him shut down Buffalo. We saw him earlier in the week. We shut, they shut down the high-flying Redskins twice in three weeks. Everybody talking about the enemy and winning these fucking point awards. And the guy didn't fucking win. He doesn't win games. That's what he doesn't do. So we got the home dog on the holiday. We've got the heels of the parade. You know who loves the parade? Tommy DeVito loves the parade because he grew up across the river. And you never actually went into the island on parade day because the traffic was brutal. So you stayed at home with your mother where, where he is. Still, where he still lives. Correct. And we've come full circle. Everybody made the jokes about the memes and the gangsters. <laughs> hey, well, guess what? They're smashing on the Giants plus three. It actually might budge off the number depending who starts. If they decide to start Mac Jones for whatever reason, right? Because they want to save the kid or blah, blah, blah. That number is going to go inside a field goal. I Get it like- now. Jersey juice plus three. Maybe I'll dust off the Manning jersey and get back on that. That's the only thing that could have got me back on, by the way, was this Jersey juice. That's the sprinkle with a Raven smash on Sunday night. Weird pick back on track with honors. Ain't look. I want you to do well, 
but I, I'm, I'm going two and zero. It is this week. I'm staying away from the turkey. I like the spreads. I sorry, I like the money lines more on Turkey Day than the spreads. Um, stay tuned for some weird Mike content from the G on Turkey Day, matching Hewlett's West Coast energy. Reminder, everyone, Hewlett is posting that content three hours earlier than you, so give him a little slack, as myself and Huck have learned in this cross-continent process. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. All right. All right. I I agree with you. I don't even think it matters who's playing QB. I think that spread's coming down. It'll go from plus three to two and a half. You're talking a whole, like, a million New Jersey betters being like, why the fuck are the Patriots... Why are we getting three points on the Pats right now? As you said at the start of your handicap, why are the Patriots getting three points on the road versus anybody? Um, so I, I like that. I like that pick. That That's not making my board. I got two backup quarterbacks against each other, from two teams who probably it's more advantageous for their franchises to lose this game just for draft order. However, the players and coaches don't think like that. And I think I think the right the right side of this is the Giants. So, and Mike's right. Get this at plus three because I feel like this goes down to two and a half absolutely by game time. Um, and then the Ravens. So, hey, uh, obviously, they're, they're, they're fucking there. Is there a team that you would want to play less right now in the, in the playoffs? Maybe, maybe the Niners, but I don't want to play the Ravens. Like, if the Bills make the tourney, that's the team I don't want to see. All right. Someone else beat them. We already beat Lamar once in the playoffs, and it was because of his pick six. Otherwise, if he ran that in, it's scary. Yeah, he's so with a health with a healthy Lamar. Yeah, they seem to be on a mission right now. Roquan Smith leading that defense. Uh, bad spot for the Chargers. I the spread seems kind of perfect to me, three and a half, four. So I'll, I'd stay away. But as you're right, that Chargers coach is out the door. He's plus one fifty in Vegas to be the next coach fired right now. That's a low number. Like someone knows something. Plus one fifty. People, uh, people like Anthony Lynn, the former Bills guy. Yeah, yeah. They felt they should have given him a year with Herbert, and they didn't. Well, and, but, um, you got one. Of the, you got one of the top six so, quarterbacks so, in the world. You need an offensive coach. That's coming out now, just to us. But that's clearly been festering in the organization, right? Yeah. All right. Hugh Hugh I'm picks. excited, bro. Hey, hey, I might. I might. If you don't take, I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to tell you now. And we didn't have no pre-show meeting because it's 6.15 a.m. out west. <laughs> I was making coffee and feeding the cat. <laughs> um, if you don't take them, I got a bonus pick coming, okay? If it doesn't hit your board, I'm going to fill in the fans. Uh, we're renting some real money. You guys should be look who's talkers. Obviously, you are. But still, that phone, real money to be had, folks. All right. I got an organic over uh, after this, actually, as well. Haven't done that in a couple of weeks, but pretty good with them. Okay, yeah, here we go. 31, 29, and 2. Here we go. You. Uh, my gold pick this week is the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, I'm getting a minus two versus the Houston Texans. I know Houston, one of the hottest teams in the league, and I know that AFC South is a weird division. But this isn't Jacksonville by five or six. This is two. And that number, I absolutely love. I still got the Jaguars as three full points better, uh, or three and a half full points better than, than the Texans. And they really impressed me last week against the Titans. That should have been a close game. All right. That, there was a lot of sharps on Tennessee. 
it came out on game day that Lawrence was a little banged up. Well, they unleashed the Fury, Mitch. And they I was reading this on uh, Football Morning in America by Peter King. And they, they had decided to just ex- pick way more passing routes that were 20 yards downfield rather than little short crossing routes. This is more what uh, Trevor Lawrence was running at Clemson. And they exploded. And I just think... Uh, I just think that uh, it's a nice cheap number for a, a Jacksonville team that wants to just kind of end this division right now and throw in some playoff experience. As we say on this show all the time, baby steps. All right. And Houston's made some baby steps already this season. And I think they're going to run into a bit of a brick wall with Jacksonville. They put up a good fight, but lose by six or seven. This two is, is going to be great. So that's my gold pick. Jacksonville by two over the Houston Texans in Houston. All right, my silver pick. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers and their new offensive coordinator versus the now hopeless Cincinnati Bengals. One week removed from their star quarterback, their Super Bowl chances, and basically all hope and dreams until next season. I feel like that's a great week because uh, teams aren't ready to, to go to do that yet. When you're thinking you're a perennial Super Bowl favorite, right up until your quarterback breaks his hand, one week later, it, you're still in shock. You're not quite ready to to just battle it out, knowing that your backup quarterback can't do it. And uh, you can lie to yourself. You can be like, oh, we can still win this ring. No, you can't. All right? No, you can't. There's no way the Cincinnati Bengals are winning the Super Bowl this year. And I think that's a really tough mental psyche for a team uh, to go up against a division foe now. Super healthy. I feel I feel like Pittsburgh's offense is going to unleash the fury, Mitch. Maybe throw to Pickens and Deontay Johnson more than four total times. It's just, it's not rocket science. Let's give these wide receivers a little more options. Let's throw in the fucking middle of the field. There's this tight end you have, Pittsburgh. His name's Fryermuth. All right? He's supposed to get more than one target a game. Uh, so, that's... It's, I've been betting on this a lot throughout my last 20 years. When a team loses its Super Bowl hopes due to a major quarterback injury or something like that, you bet against them the next week because they're not ready to deal with that shock yet. It's like getting in a car accident and then needing to go play a pickup basketball game the next day. Like You're still thinking about your fucking accident. Your jumper is not on point. So... Yeah, I got I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they're minus one in Cincy. I think they're going to win this game by fourteen. Okay, uh, my bronze pick. I'm taking on Thanksgiving, middle of the middle of the day. I got the Washington Commanders plus eleven in Dallas. I know Dallas smokes teams at home, but I'm taking the Washington Commanders. We might call them the Redskins. They are now the Commanders, whether you like it or not. And plus 11 is just a sweet, sweet number. I just like the spot because if they had just smoked the Giants and then now they're coming into Thanksgiving, rolling, well, shit, they could be up, run into a brick wall known as the Dallas Home D. But they just got beat pretty badly in a division game. And a lot of people saw it. Uh, and I just feel like you're getting a, ma- a great week of practice in, in Washington Commander Camp. If you guys want to make the playoffs, this has to be a win. I'm not saying they're going to get the win, but you're getting a playoff Washington team uh, going up against Dallas. And Dallas, it, they can't have the same energy. They can't. They're not that desperate. They're going to make the playoffs. Will they win the division? Maybe. Probably not. But they are in the playoffs. They know it. So I just feel like you got one team, uh, basically a playoff game for the Commanders. Everyone's watching. You just got embarrassed last week. I feel like we're going to get a fight. 
and Dallas wins this game by like three or four. So we still got a healthy Sam Howell and uh, healthy receivers. Just and that just that that Washington offense can score points. Well, I know Dallas's D is good. Throwing the fact that this division game, they know each other. The 11's too much. And I've been saying that in Dallas home games a lot this year. So you can ride with me or fade me, whatever you want. But I'm going Commanders. It's my bronze pick. I like it a lot. Plus 11. All right. Uh, my fourth pick, I'm taking the Denver Broncos. Minus two and a half at home at mile high. Uh, they got, they're facing the Cleveland Browns. Look, Cleveland's a great defense. But whether it's whether it's DTR or whether it's Joe Flacco, I'm assuming it's still going to be DTR. Uh, it's still just a team that's scraping by. I mean, they, they, it was a bit of a fugazi win against the, against the Steelers. The Steelers just kind of beat themselves on offense. Steelers D put up a great fight against the Cleveland offense. Cleveland offense didn't look that good. And I think going into Denver against a red-hot Denver Broncos team that now understands Sean Payton's offense and is executing it better. Um, I just don't – and Denver's defense is is good again. You know, that 70-point psychopath game against the Dolphins is now in the rearview mirror, and they're doing pretty damn good on on defense since shutting down uh, Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. I don't think DTR – and uh, Amari Cooper are going to be that scary to the Denver Broncos defense. So I love this two and a half. I feel like this this number will move up. Uh, I know the Browns have been a sharp team all year, but in this particular spot, I feel like Denver's emerging as the sharp pick, and Denver wins this game by a touchdown. All right, my fifth pick. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks plus seven at home on Thursday night football on Thanksgiving. All right, we got a division matchup. And I know the Niners are rolling. I don't like the Seattle Seahawks' money line. Also, Geno Smith's a little banged up. But let me tell you something I said two years ago on this show. Don't say it. Don't say it. Buy stock in Drew Locke, baby. The guy can play. The guy can play. And here's here we go, Drew. If you do get the start, here's your audition. You're going up against a great D. Two of the best defensive ends in the league, Chase Young and Nick Bosa. If you can keep this game close, throw up a couple touchdowns or win it, shit. There's some teams looking for some quarterback play. As our boy Tom Brady said on his podcast, there's some mediocre NFL players play going on right now. We got some bad quarterbacks in this league. Drew Locke is underappreciated and underrated as the backup in Seattle. And he's got a little slice of humble pie learning from the humble pie champion, Geno Smith. Throw in the fact that Seahawks got a pretty damn good defense. Uh, Jackson Smith Enigma has become a great third receiver. And they got Kenneth Walker. I like their running back. I think they know the game too. This is Pete Carroll. He knows the Niners. You're not going to win a shootout. So we're going to see like eight minute Seahawk drives. Just you know, four downs to get 11 yards and keep this game tight, try to win it in the fourth quarter. I see kind of maybe the Niners getting off to a big lead. And then we got the Seahawks coming back in the second half, get this game tied. Not quite a backdoor cover, but I like the Seahawks plus seven at home Thursday night football. Again, playing for their playoff lives. That was a big loss that they had last week and uh, they need this one. So I'm not saying they get it, but again, you're getting a, let's just like the commanders, you get the playoff game in the middle of the season. This is like the Bills last week against the Jets. When you get a great team who is now playing a playoff game in the middle of their season, you're going to get max effort. I like that. 
All right. And my last pick, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. Six, my sixth pick, Bills plus three and a half. I think it's a good spot. We had the Chiefs and Eagles just play a Super Bowl rematch, and it felt like that fucking physical game, long game, everything you could possibly see in the rain. Uh, so you got to be just a little bit tired, banged up, fatigued, whatever. I think the Bills will have more energy just coming off that shellacking of the Jets at home, keeping their playoff hopes alive. Throw in the fact again, we got the 9-1 and one Eagles. They can coast. They're not going to, but it's not a playoff game for them. The Bills need every fucking game the rest of the way. And so we're getting a fight. We got a Bills offense with kind of a new breath of fresh air. Uh, I'm glad they're not running on first down as much, just right through the middle to get one yard, setting up a whole bunch of second and nines. So I like the way their offense is, is at least orchestrated. And if Josh Allen can keep the ball out of Eagles players' hands, there's no way they can't win this game or at least keep it close. I love the hook. Three and a half is nice. I think the Bills could win outright. Coming off a great win against the Jets and launching them right back into that wild card spot. Bills plus three and a half. I really wanted to put the Dolphins minus 10 on here. Uh, but when I pick against the Jets, bad stuff happens when the Jets are at home, especially when no one thinks they should win. So I'm staying away. But Dolphins minus 10 would be my honorable mention. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to count it on my on my chart. But I was really looking to get that in, in there somewhere. But I like the other games too much. All right, so Jag- just this is for me, by the way. This helped. This little summary: Jaguars minus two, Steelers plus one, Commanders plus eleven, Seahawks plus seven. Or sorry, Broncos minus two and a half, Seahawks plus seven, Bills plus three and a half. Giddy up! You, you, you. Okay, gold. I think the CJ hype's a little too much now. There'll be some give back, chance to get back. Big Pretty Jags stamp the division. I like it. Good spot. Yeah. Uh, I think the backup fallacy is true, except for week one, sort of like the new coach theory. They had the Thursday. It's been only him. Nobody's gotten a sniff at practice. It's all him. Throw that in with the wild card of what I think is a mistake by the Steelers, even though they might have a little blip. I don't like that game, the silver. That's the least liked game. I see... And it's a pick em, right? That since you, uh, to me, that's you, you got your finger on pit. Back to back road games. I think it's a, I think it's a big break for this guy. Everybody's just writing off the Bengals. This guy wants 85 million too. This guy's got his fucking tin cup. I don't even know his name. What's the Bengals quarterback? There you go. <laughs> Tell me his name. You got his name? Uh, anyway, I'll go on with the continuation of it. Leslie. With the Bengals starting quarterback's name, please. It's probably the dumbest stat we've ever asked for. I think the Dallas rolls. I think there's a pick six in there. I think, motherfucker, that guy should get some MVP credits. Deron Bland. Jake Browning, by the way. Jake, Jake Browning. Browning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Leslie. I got big D. I like I like Denver. I think Denver's in a good spot to keep it rolling. Back-to-back home games. Cleveland's yeah. got some road games here. Uh, I never touched on it, but I really hope the Browns don't start Flacco. This guy was a sworn division enemy for a decade who made a living off beating you. And now he's roaming the halls. Organizational, excuse me, organizational beef has been a theme of this show all seven seasons. You don't 
let the enemy in the building. And obviously it's not the same, but I think it's bad juju what the Browns are doing. You drafted DTR. You wanted him to be Deshaun Light. The guy just won a fucking game. What the fuck are we talking about here, man? Jesus Christ. People losing sight of what's important in the NFL. Winning football game. And you don't do it with the go- the ghost of Flacco past, okay? <laughs> Look, that's the Jets. I, I was on that bandwagon for the record. Yeah, yeah. It's the Flacco. You can dig up one episode 111 and burn it, Huck. You because- can call it. You can call it bad juju. He's got a bad backpack and he can't move, move. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Mile High ain't going to do shit for that. I think DTR is going to start like a Flacco's being brought in kind of like for guidance because Deshaun Watson's gone. Not even like around the team. So you need a veteran quarterback maybe just to sort of help guide him, you know? Love it. I'm okay with that. Um, Seattle, big love. Big love. Tight spot off the loss. Maybe if they got the win. I think it'd be a little different. They would have had a less of a gun to their head, but yeah, um, playoff. Everybody's games winning games. You don't know what's happening with Minnesota. They're they're winning games. They got an easy schedule. Yep. Like if you're on that bubble, you know you gotta you gotta hold serve at home. And yeah, I'll ride with the Bills. I've been saying all week it's a good spot. It was rain. It was cold. It was wind. It was yeah. media. It was hype. It was it was everything. So, and honestly, if they lose that game out of conference, it means squad to Philly, like less right. than nothing. Right. It's a very rare spot. So I think that's going to keep that number low, by the way. Uh, you didn't, um, you didn't pick my game. I got a bonus pick coming. All right. What is it? In theory of uh, Tommy DeVito thinking he's equal to or greater than Bailey Zappi. We have Will Levis, your Titans, Huck. Let's jump back on. They've been away from home for a goddamn month. Three straight road games. He's making his first home start. He came in in relief and dominated. They love the kid. There's some real hype behind him there. He got a tough draw, had a bad week. He's minus three and a half against Bryce Super Young. Okay, the nickname <laughs> coined on this show. I, I hope it catches. Somebody said Keyshawn's telling people the head the Chargers coach is going to get headbutted. So clearly somebody's listening. I've been telling that for three years. We got the Tennessee Titans home in a month, minus three and a half versus the Carolina Panthers, who are at a crossroads of what the fuck. They look like a, a bad big... QB, injury, coach, just a whole bunch of unknown. Not saying any one is the problem. It's just a combination of it all. Has this team down and out. And yeah, I called it. So I might ride them for a bit against the Panthers while this train gets ugly. And for what it's worth, I don't think Tennessee's given up yet. They don't believe. I think if they lose this game, it's over. But uh, they can rally seven of eight. And uh, squeeze into, as we've said, a theme of the show, a suddenly wide open back door in the AFC. Sort of a gun to your head game for a brave. And Will Levis. I mean, if he goes out there and loses to Young, now they, they start asking, is he the guy? Like, I think this is a real put your dick in the sand game for both <laughs> these guys. So I'm excited for that. I'll take the home side 
and Hucks, beloved Titans, in a bonus weird pick. We want to get ahead of the number. Hey, what is a what is a put your dick in the sand game? What is put that? Dick in the sand. You got to wait for the tide to come up, and who's left hard? That's it. <laughs> Whose dick stays drier? Right there, you go. Uh, I like it, bro. I like it. If there wasn't, thought honestly, you were going to take it. Thought for I, sure you had it. There's been weeks where I love two or three games, and then I'm I'm fucking pining for my last three. This week, I liked eight games. I like uh, my charts were just lined up. Uh, and it, it, it's on my list right here. And I just, because I, I, I think Carolina is awful, awful. And I, this is like a, this is a beautiful layup for the Titans to get a nice home win for uh, Hawks boy. Will he likes Mayo. I love Mayo. And here's the other thing. Here's the I other love thing. Mayo also for the record. We got a coach actually on the hot seat. Okay. Dave Tepper, massive billionaire. Doesn't give a fuck. All right. And apparently his weekly meetings with Frank Reich are not going great. And he doesn't like he's not crazy about Bryce Young yet and not fucking crazy about Frank Reich yet. And just all of it on the other side of the coin. Vrabel ain't going nowhere. All right. Vrabel basically runs the Titans now. Looks like they got a new quarterback with some potential. So even if this season's not quite the season there, the ship is stable in Tennessee, Tennessee. So get a get a little home win. What do you think, Hawk? I don't know what to think. Unfortunately, it's looking like King Henry has been dethroned. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Levis has some. He's got some potential. We'll see. It's 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 too early to tell. I just think there's like ten college teams that could beat Carolina right now, especially with all their injuries on defense. No, no. don't don't start that shit. That's not I don't. True. I'm, okay, probably not. But like. JC Horn, like their their number one corner gone. Their num- two of their top linebackers gone. Their best defensive end gone. Just on defense alone, it's a problem. And their offense again. Bryce Young, Bryce is super young, and he looks it, and he's looking like the fourth best quarterback in the draft, straight up. By the way, a lot of people were probably expecting my bonus pick to be the Ohio State Buckeyes in the big game game of the century, known wow. as undefeated at Michigan plus four. This whole Harbaugh shit's got me staying away from Michigan games. I think at some point it will catch up to them. Is it this week? Is it next week? But the tears are flowing soon. I just don't know when. So I'll be watching with my scarlet and gray, but no real money on the line. I just think this game's going to be super close. I'll take the dog. Like, you know what I mean? If, if, if Michigan was getting points, I'm taking Michigan. If Ohio State's getting four points, I'm taking Ohio State. That's just these two teams are pretty fucking even, if you ask me. No, no great quarterbacking is like going to out quarterback the other. You just got two solid, solid football teams facing off against each other. Very excited for college football this weekend. Uh, Oh, my organic over. All right. I love how we call it the organic over. Uh. Where is it? Oh, Chiefs Raiders. Okay, I'm taking over 42 and a half. Uh, Chiefs just sort of get off the snide on offense and unleash the fury, Mitch. And, uh, they, you know, this this new Raiders offense can score some points. And I think, again, a good spot for the Raiders as the Chiefs just played a Super Bowl rematch against one of the toughest teams in football. Going to be a little tired, a little banged up. And if Mahomes puts up 30, 
they, you know, they could kind of take their foot off the defensive gas and garbage time touchdowns get this over, no problem. 42 and a half over. As um as a person who was in Vegas last year on week 18 when the Chiefs were playing the Raiders and almost went to the game. Well, I think it was that's what I was willing to invite you to. That's what I was willing to invite you to. I got yeah, yeah, that, that was the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh Chief Kingdom took over that motherfucker, is what I'm trying to say. And that was a meaningless game in week 18. Right? Um, this game means something. Like it's the, it's the middle of the season. They're coming off a loss. There's some questions. Like this game matters to KC. Yep. Totally. Yeah, I like it. And the Raiders, they're turning into Iowa as much as I love them. Fuck, these guys can't get into the 20s if their life depended on it. So I see a little bit of urgency from the Raiders offense, even though they haven't had the numbers. I think there's some urgency there because, you know, you can't beat the Dolphins or the Chiefs scoring 15 points, right? Right. So you're going to have a, a, a Raiders team that understands they need to take some chances. And this just leads to points either because the chances don't work or they do work. But it's not going to be a conservative football game by either account. I love the over. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap this up, but, uh, stay member, follow us at Hughes talking on Instagram and TikTok. and Wednesday night, uh, that might have already been happened by now, but, uh, we'll be giving out our props, giving same game parlay parlay and making some money for Thanksgiving dinner. Big shout out to team LTD providing over a thousand bucks of prizes for our season long pick six contest. And I'm going to read you the top 12 right now. Cause number 12 is Huck daddy. So we're going all the way down for, for review. Here we go. We got Buffalo Mark, 43 and 23, man. Wow. That's 12? Uh, that, that, no, that's first. Buffalo oh. Mark, 43 and 23. Like, I hope you're playing other contests too, because you're probably fucking winning those. Number two, we got Bluesy 27, 42 and 24. Fuck. Andrew Bedford, Beds 24, 42 and 24. I didn't know he was that good of an NFL handicapper. Shout out, Bed, Bedford. Way to go, Wazo. Brian Hiller, uh, my buddy out in Vancouver, uh, 41-25. We got our Circa Sports quarter pole winner, Maybach, 40-26. and 26. We got Alex Harris, 40-26. and 26. McGarry, 39-27. Dan Burnell, 39-27. Weird Mike is weird, 39-27. Joe Meaford, 37-29. G-Unit, 36-30. And Huck Daddy, 36-30. Giddy up, man. Great handicapping, everybody. Um, Hernsey, Dewey, all at 36 and 30. I'm 33 and 27 on this thing. All right. So we got a big week for you. It should be a lot of fun. This is literally the best week of, of football. Uh, and this kind of this is the rising action. If the NFL season was a movie bringing us into our climax, you know, it's a good episode of where Mike takes his titties out. All right. This guy's squeezing in podcasts before work. I appreciate you, Mike. I always have. I always will. Anything for shut the huck up. Go Titans. Fucking A, man. I think they're going to have a nice party in Tennessee, and they deserve it. Weird Mike, anything? Gobble, gobble, motherfuckers. Happy Thanksgiving. Ravens flock on Sunday night. Talk about it. Happy Propsgiving. And unleash the fury, Pittsburgh. You got some great offensive weapons. Let's unleash the fury, Mitch. Here we go. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And she's always gone too long. Anytime she goes away. 
Wonder this time where she's gone Wonder if she's gone to stay Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no home Anytime she goes away And I know, I know Sunshine.